and welcome to today's episode of the Jaguars Read and Lead podcast. I'm glad you've decided to join us today. I hope that through listening to this podcast, you will find your next great read. The purpose in this show is to help students find great books they will enjoy and to help our students learn to dive into deep, critical thinking about what they're reading. Parents, if you're listening, we hope that you will also make a habit of asking your children questions like these about what they are reading at home to help them explore author's craft, new vocabulary, and reading comprehension on a whole new level. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. Today I have with me an 8th grader, and this is Nick. He is here to talk about a book in a series that he has actually been reading several books. Uh, Nick, will you let everybody know what book we're going to be discussing today? Bungie Jump by Pan Weathers. And Bungie Jump is actually in a series called Orca, and it's the Orca Currents. Um, So... about bungee jump, Nick, would you say one to ten? How do you rate this book? Ten. A ten. So in comparison to some of the, are there some of the orcas? Um, just so our listeners know, Nick has read several of these now. Was this one, like, would you say they're all a ten? Or was this one just better than other ones? Or how do you feel about that? They're generally all really good. Most okay. of them I would give like an eight or nine, but this one's really good. Okay, so this was just one of the best ones. It's got like a mystic... Mysterical Island, or however you say it, like mm-hmm. a mystery island, mm-hmm. makes everything a lot like scarier. Yeah, and stuff. I wasn't started reading it at Halloween. Pretty suspenseful too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, what's the genre here? It's a little bit of a mystery, but um, is it just realistic? Mm-hmm. Okay, and most I think most of the orcas are just realistic fiction, right? So they appeal to people who like that genre, which is my definitely my favorite. All right, so let everybody know kind of what this book's about. What's the plot of Bungie Jump? Um, so Chris is building a bungee jump for, like, the whole entire town to be built, but it's on top of the bridge, and it's going over top of this island, and the island is apparently haunted by the leopard children. And, um, you know, Miss Dubbin, the library teacher, doesn't like history being messed with, and, at the very end, which is really funny, um, after they find the tra- the cash treasure box, um, Miss Dubbin actually wanted to find it for herself. She doesn't act that way. She goes over top of the bungee jump and pours it into the water to be lost forever, which I thought was really cool because, you know. Um, you didn't expect her to be the bad guy, is what you're saying? And her father was the doctor who got the leopard's disease and who who hid it in the pipe and then fell, quotation marks, because he purposely, purposely died. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds like some pretty crazy things happen, right? Um Let's talk to to them, just in case our listeners have never read an orca book. Will you kind of tell them about orcas? What are some of the characteristics of orca books? What makes you like them? What might make other people like to read orca? Well, they're really short, and they do get a lot of points. They're like 1.8 point for every book, so there's like 40 of them on the shelf, so you could at least read 20 of them and get your points. They're Mm -hmm. really short, like... Yep. This is like one-fourth size of a normal book. And one of the characteristics, whereas some books, like, take a while to get going, orcas, like, start the action from the first page generally. So that's uh, something that kind of pulls in people, maybe who are not necessarily, like you say, readers of, like, if some if a larger book kind of 
maybe scares them off like or the something. Hunger Games, those are really huge books. Yeah, but I've seen lots of people who kind of get comfortable with these orca books and then read so many of them, they actually kind of become readers of bigger books just because they're, you know, they've worked through all of these. I so, like these so you've much. done a little of both. Um, I'm buying my own. Like, um, I read Payback recently. Um, I'm buying the next book in the series called Wildfire. Nice. I'm glad you've been enjoying them so much. All right, let's get into a few questions just about the specifics of the book. Um, is there a character in your book who you would say has grown or changed from the beginning to the end in some way? Miss Dubbin. At the beginning, you know, she was all scared, you know, um, when Chris's sister found the uh, old lever children bracelets, she, like, pretended to faint and stuff because she messed with history and stuff. And at the end, she turns into the evil bad guy, and she doesn't care about history. It was all just, like, a huge cover-up to make the, like, to get rid of the treasure that right. her father planted. That's a good example. Normally, when we talk about this type of question, uh, teachers are normally looking for someone who's grown or changed in a positive way, but it doesn't always have to be the case, does it? That's a good answer. That's kind of the opposite of what we usually kind of look for. Um, who was your favorite character in the book? What made mm -hmm. them your favorite? Chris, because um, Gord was the guy who built the bungee jump. He he really wants to become an engineer when he grows up, and he loves, he just loves the way his life is. He loves his school and stuff. You feel like you related to him some, maybe? You see any similarities in you and him? Um, yeah, because he wants to be an engineer really bad, and I know what I want to be, I want to do it really bad because I've always wanted to do this. And, it, like, I know, like, he, he sits beside Gord so much and watches him because he's so amazed by the work he does. And, like, on TikTok, I follow, <laughs> I follow people who do, like, repairs because I want to do, like, phone repairs cool. and stuff. Well, that's neat that you, and I think you just accidentally stumbled across this. You didn't really pick it out because of that character and having similar interests did you you just kind of picked the new orca and it just happened right mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's cool okay um if so who, who's the point of view that this story was told from oh chris's point of view okay so if you could hear it from another person's point of view who do you think it would be interesting to miss, hear it from miss dubbins because i want to hear how she did her plan her whole like fate plan all along it would be really neat to see that yeah, so even maybe a book, that'd be a, a cool way for this author, Pam Withers, to do like a book two. Like, you know, sometimes they make new books and they show you a different character's perspective, but you kind of just, you thought she was good in the end, you found out she was the bad guy, but you really missed all the in-between there, didn't you? So that'd be neat if you could hear it from her perspective and be able to figure out kind of what happened along the way. What was your favorite part of the book? Mm, my favorite part was when they got trapped inside of the, I don't remember what it's called, the beam. They got trapped inside the old rusted beam and Miss Dubbin and Raven, which is her son, were the one who trapped them. And that's where they found the metal box because there was a hatch in the middle and they busted it open and the money came through. So that was my favorite part when they found it. Was that actually like the climax of the story? Was that the most exciting part that had been leading up to? Or was that just the part that you just happened to like the best? 
Just wondering if they coincide, if it was, if the climax is typically your favorite or if it was something else. It's something else. The climax is like whenever, that's probably, that's basically the climax. Okay. And it's also my favorite part because um, Chris is, has claustrophobia and he's the one who goes into the dark, rusted um, tunnel thing. So that made it extra exciting, I guess, right? Because mm -hmm. he finally went out there because before if he tried, he would just fall over and not be able to push himself through. Right, cool. All right, well, thanks a lot for coming and speaking to us about this today and uh, especially talking about orcas and hopefully someone who is listening to this that's looking for some good, quick, realistic fiction to get some good, easy points um, and also hopefully find a series that they really like like you so they have several books to read. Like you said, we have probably over 40 of these. There's a ton of them. Is it your mission? I haven't asked you this yet, and I've never asked you ever. Are you trying to read them all, or are you just trying to read certain ones? I'm trying to read them all. Okay. All right. I have a few students who have done it before, so it'll be interesting to see if you do. So thanks a lot for coming and talking to us today, Nick. Appreciate it. That's it for today's show. I would like to thank you for joining us, and I hope that you will be following us via Facebook by searching for North Wilkes Middle School Media Center or following our blog, which you can subscribe to so that you'll always know when the latest episode has been posted. To find the blog... Simply go to the NWMS homepage, click on Academics, and then click on Media Center. You'll find the link there. Until next time, this has been the Jaguars Read and Lead Podcast. Hashtag Jaguar Pride.